The servant in today's gospel falls on his knees and says, Lord, have patience with me and I will pay you all. So how much did he actually owe to his master? Matthew, as the good tax collector he was, tells us the exact sum, 10,000 talents. Given that one talent was equivalent to 15 years of a worker's wages, do the math. And you'll see that this was a man who owed more than anyone could ever hope to pay. The servant begs for time to pay, and the master frees him entirely from debt. Think about what contrition really is all about. Lord, I don't know how to make this up to you, but I am going to try. I'm going to try to live my life as you would have me live it, and no longer as I want. And then the master forgives. The servant's prayer is answered, and he is delivered. And then what's even more amazing, becomes rich himself. The fact that he is delivered from an insurmountable debt teaches us that the mercy on the part of the master is immeasurable, both for him and for us who receive that mercy. But of course, what happens to our newly pardoned servant? Well, he leaves the house of the master, and he sees someone else who owes him a pittance, 100 denarii, a hundred days' wages worth of work. And the servant then puts his fellow servant in prison. How many times do we do the same thing, right? We rejoice in our blessings in how we've received gifts from the Lord, even in the fact that we are His sons and daughters, but God forbid if anybody is indebted to us in any way. The servant left the house of the master and then proceeded to imprison someone who was in the exact same situation. It's a reminder that we imprison other people with the consequences of our ingratitude. God can't force His love on us. He can't make us accept His love, and He needs our cooperation if we are to continue to live in His mercy. But as soon as we walk out the door of His house, as soon as we leave His house, he watches as we leave and fall right back into the jaws of death from which He liberated us in the first place. Then His Lord summoned Him and said, You wicked servant. Yes, Jesus is rich in mercy to all who call upon Him, but He is also the just judge. And we will all have to answer to Him at the end of our lives for what we have done. 
And the Word of God tells us that the Lord is always on the side of the widowed and the orphaned, on the poor and the downtrodden. We cannot accept His love for ourselves and then turn right back around and deny it to others, because if we do that, then we will be justly imprisoned until our debt is entirely paid. You know, 10,000 talents is more than a lifetime to pay off. Hell is an eternal death to suffer. So also will my Father do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. Jesus says to us words that should make our hair stand up on end, right? You know, very often, even in church, when we talk about forgiveness, we begin to do this whole kind of mathematical calculation of exceptions, right? Okay, well, yes, forgive, but… And you've heard me talk about those kind of situations in which, you know, there's a little bit more nuance than just forgive and forget, and that's the end of it, right? But sometimes it's important for us just to hear directly the Word of God and to let it pierce our hearts and then model our actions upon that. Because remember to whom He is speaking. He's not talking to the masses gathered around Him, curious about His teaching, but to His disciples, to His closest friends. In other words, He's talking to you and he's talking to me. If you are in this church this morning, then you are here because you know that on the cross, your debt has already been paid. And Jesus says to those of us who have had that debt paid by him, forgive, forgive 70 times seven, that is to say, forgive always. Now, this is not part of the traditions of our Roman church, but in the Byzantine Eastern churches, on the first Sunday of Lent, after Mass, every single person in the church goes up to every other person in the church and says in their own words, forgive me if I have in any way offended you or anyone else. And the other person responds, in kind. It is a very powerful experience to see people say these words as they embrace each other at the beginning of the fast of Great Lent. Can you imagine if after Mass today we had the courage to do just that? Then there would be great rejoicing in heaven, and what a sound that would be. <laughs> 